In order for all of you to go out there and achieve your dreams, you have to work really hard, right? Now, my father instilled in me all of the necessary tools I needed when I got to be a certain age to go out there and face the world. All of us are going to stumble. All of us are going to fall. All of us are going to make mistakes. And that's fine because when you, when you fall or fail, when you make mistakes, there are all strengths. There are no weaknesses. Everybody is always constantly learning. Again, even the most seasoned professionals, people who've done it a lot longer than you, have made a lot of mistakes. And mistakes, again, strengthen you. You can learn from your mistakes. That's a given. Every job I've ever had, I've made mistakes. The job I'm at now, I'm still making mistakes. I'm trying not to, but sometimes it gets to me. You know, I, I want to be a better version of who I am, a better version of me. But it's hard sometimes, you know. The hardest thing in the world, I think, because you, you have to really force yourself, push yourself to the point that you cannot push yourself anymore to go out there and be who you want to be. Don't let anyone or anything talk you out of it. Because you could say to me, hey, look, I've done this all of my life. I'm an expert. I'm a professional. But let's be honest here. Because again, we have to take the good with the bad, right? We have to do that. And we have to learn how to take criticism. I think that if you do too much criticism, that's not good. When you're constantly criticizing someone, you're not letting them become who they want to become. They're going to look at themselves like, oh, I can't seem to do anything right. I'm stupid. I'm, And they'll start calling themselves names because of your constant, constant criticism towards them. Don't do that. You can have a little bit of criticism, and that's it. When you do too much of it, then that person feels, I can't do anything. And then they're going to start putting that negative energy back into their head, and they're going to start labeling themselves. See, for me, I need to get out of my comfort zone. And I was thinking of doing auditions. Someone said, I think you can do it. I think if you go out there and prove to everyone, and not just to yourself, but to everyone that you can do what is asked of you, become what is asked of you, but do it in your own style. Everyone has a unique personality. When I was growing up, I was different. I was considered the bizarre one. I was considered the one who stood out from all the other children. I questioned everything that was thrown at me, and I'm still questioning everything. And I have to be more cautious now because you have to say to yourself, why? Do I feel like people are taking advantage of me? Why? I shouldn't have to, right? I should know. I used to be a very good judge of character when it came to um, people. What their intentions were. Why they acted the way they did. Why they did what they did. So I want to ask all of you, if it's possible, to continue listening to these podcasts, but I also, again, I'm trying to take it to the next level, and I'm trying to get in touch with my LinkedIn contact, because we have to talk about ways to make it where I should be seen, 
in instead of heard on all the other social media platforms. Now, again, I'm not big on social media because I think with social media, people do people do take advantage of each other. They talk about each other. They spread rumors. They do all kinds of things. How do you do that? How do you go through life attacking someone, making up stories about them, taking their good character, their good name, and just trashing it in the mud? And then you think to yourself, now, are my fans going to follow me? No, because now they're going to ask me, is any of this true? Now you have to go out there and you have to defend yourself. And why is that? Why should I have to tell all of you who I am? When you should already know. You're listening to my podcasts, aren't you? Everything I've told you about my life happened. Again, I've had an experience not too long ago where there was a young woman pretending to be me because she wasn't happy with her own life. So she goes, I'm just going to scroll through on these social media platforms and look up this person and see if I could become them. But you can't. Why? Because we're all different and unique. There's no way you can replicate me. You don't know my life story. I didn't tell it to the whole world, but I'm telling it now on the podcast. Why? Because I want everybody to know who I am. When I first started this podcast two years ago, I didn't know what to talk about. And I thought, okay, you know what? I'll just talk about random things. But then I said to myself, let's talk about my story. Let's talk about everything I dealt with in my life. All the people that I lost, the depression, the suicide, all the things that people of all ages are dealing with right now and don't know who to turn to. Everyone's giving them the wrong advice. If you're depressed, call suicide hotline and, and because you're going to have thoughts of suicide going through your head. I never did that. Why? I felt that that didn't help. It may help for you people, for all of you who are going through depression or thinking, hey, this is the only way out. But let me be honest here. I went through therapy and that was a bad mistake. Every therapist I went to, yeah, they sat there and they listened. They took out their little notepad and they started listening to everything I said. Then the next session came along and guess what? We need medication now. I didn't ask for medication. They gave it to me because they thought, well, let's see. We diagnosed you as having no depression. So then I thought to myself, I don't have depression. But they actually diagnosed me as having a social anxiety disorder. In other words, any place I go, I get panic attacks. I have gotten a panic attack. It actually came up about a month ago. And I can tell you, it was the first time in a long time that it actually happened. That I had, a, that I had an actual panic attack. It just came up out of the blue. Now, was it because, again, was I in a store and it was a lot of people? You know, or, or it could have been there was too much heat that sometimes when they when you have a store and it's filled with people wall-to-wall people and then the heat it's too hot to be in the store with all these people you can't move around you can't breathe I started to get very dizzy I got out of there but luckily I wasn't alone now if I was alone it would have been another story and I managed to get out and I thought I can't go through that again I don't want to panic I don't want to be thrown into a panic But I do know one thing, that 
in order for you to succeed in life, in order for you to go out and make your dreams come true, whatever that might be, whatever you want to do, what your what your life's ambition is, your career, you need to do it. Again, don't let someone talk you out of it. Don't let your family talk you out of it. Don't let your 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 friends, because again, they think you may be qualified to do this, or they probably will put their two cents in. Yeah, let them talk and let them speak, but you know what you want to do. In your heart, you think, I can do this. Now, for me, if I told my family, I want to do this part-time, go on these auditions and see if I can make a little extra money. That's basically what it's all about. You think, well, you have a job. Yes, I have a job, but it's not enough. You know, a lot of people will work two, three, four jobs and still not be fulfilled in their lives. You want to be in, a, in an industry where it makes you happy. So you want to go out there and do what you need to do. And But it's not only for the pay, too. It's also the idea that my life is boring. I want to live an exciting life. I want to be well-known. I want people to come to me for advice. I want to start my own channel. I want to do all of these things. And in order for me to do that, I have to step out of my comfort zone because it's not going to work either way. I have to do that. I have to step out of my comfort zone. I have to know what is out there. Um, but I do know that I will find a way to make it work. And I was singing the wanting to be a content creator of my YouTube channel. Get another YouTube channel going, be a creator, and get monetized for it. So you can get paid. A lot of people say it's not that difficult. I just need a little help along the way. You know, I'm not really big into the whole social media platform. Again, I have accounts with Instagram. I have accounts with Facebook. I have accounts with Twitter, although I'm not on Twitter. I think Twitter's too political and too religious, and there's too much back and forth going on with Twitter. Um, and then I'm also on YouTube. I have a subscription with them. It's free, but I might have to upgrade to YouTube Premium and see if I can get something going. And then all of you will see me physically in the flesh doing a web series and hope to God that maybe that somebody will see it and I will get some likes and some views and, and some followers because in my own YouTube channel, I'm following more people than they're following me. And I'm thinking, am I doing something wrong? Because you can only do a YouTube video on the regular YouTube site for a short time. How are you going to tell, how you can introduce yourself in less than 10 seconds? How do you do that? Now, my friend, one of my LinkedIn contacts from a while ago said, yeah, you can do it. You just got to practice. That's why a script has to come into play. When we put you out there, we want you to do a script. If I ask you questions, I want you to do it. Not even, even look at it. You're not looking at the camera. You're looking at the people that are out there. That's basically what you're doing. So you need to do that. And ask yourself this question. Can I go out there and do it? Yes, I can. I have it within me to do it. Because again, it is not impossible. You want to go out there and be great? You do it. You want to be the best? You do it. You want to be whatever you can that you need to do? You do it. But I will tell you one thing. There are a lot of people out there that are too scared to do much of anything. 
You know why? You're putting fear inside of you. If you start putting fear inside of you, you're never going to accomplish anything. Don't let fear ruin your life. Don't let fear take over your life. Go out there and be a better version of yourself. Do something that nobody else has ever thought of doing. I always have a thoughts and ideas going through my head. And one of them in particular, I was going to reach out to someone and talk about. I was told you about the crisis that's going on in one part of the world in terms of medical care. I really believe this could be a stepping stone to helping all of you. If you're going through a medical crisis and you go to the hospital and you get turned away because you don't have, quote, payment, this is where we have to come into play here. Let's think of an idea over here. Now, there's a lot of families that can't afford to, to, to take care of their children, to take care of the household expenses. You know, a husband will have to go out there and make have one or two jobs to take care of his family, right? But it's not enough, okay? So now, if someone gets sick, and there are a lot of you out there that are sick, you're dealing with the illnesses and you're, you're trying to treat yourself. In certain illnesses, like I said, when you have cancer, you cannot treat yourself. You need to be under a doctor's care for cancer. How do I know this? Because I went through it. If I have the mentality of, and I lived in an area where this is what I'm dealing with, I'd be like, no, I'm going to go in there and you are going to treat me. And we're going to talk about payment after, not before. This is why I think in certain parts of the world, everything is backwards over there. Why are you letting people suffer? Why? So in other words, if I were to live down there, if I met someone, I lived down there. We had a life together. We had children. One of our children got sick. We went to the hospital. You said, well, we, we, can't, we can't treat them right now because you don't have the payment. You know what I would say? Rubbish. That is pure rubbish. You are holding a person's life in your hands. You call yourself a doctor? Where's the Hippocratic Oath? Where? See, this is what I'm talking about. And I say to myself, my father was alive and my mother, they would not put up with any of that garbage. No. Again, it is different in one part of the world to another. I had touched on this on LinkedIn Live. The first time my LinkedIn contact put me out there, we had to address it. There has to be a way if we could get in touch with the World Trade Organization and come up with some kind of a plan, some kind of an idea where people can go in there and get themselves treated without having to be turned away. How is it, I just don't get how a country like that is backwards. They're backwards in their way of thinking. Because again, when you come here on this part of the world, in this part of the, on, on this side of the Atlantic, there is a big difference. Now people who have grown up in countries and have moved over here to America say it's a lot better over here in terms of medical care because you will not get turned away. They will not hold payment over you. They will treat you to save your life. Isn't that what a doctor's Hippocratic Oath is? To save a person's life regardless. Not to, oh, well, we're not gonna take all of you because you can't afford to pay us and, and this is what you need in order for us to treat you. By then, the person will have a severe illness that cannot be treated. The damage will be done. You know, my father, when he was diagnosed with lung cancer, or even before that, let me take a step further, step back. When he had his heart attack, and if he was in a situation where he had, he had to go to the hospital and had to be treated, and they turn him away because, well, you don't have the, the right payment, or you don't have the payment for us to treat you, I can tell you right now, there would have been a lawsuit involved. 
because then you're saying to me you're withholding helping my father get better because of payment. See, doctors, again, that's the first thing they think about is money. They see you as a walking money, as money, as a currency of some sort. That's what they see you. In their eyes, they see money coming from you. You're my patient. I'm going to treat you. Now I'm going to get compensated. It's like a reward. And instead of treating a person like a human being and thinking about what they're going through, their needs, their problems, focus on getting them well and stop holding money. You're holding money as a, it's like hostage. Like I have to negotiate with you over my health. Why should I have to do that? Now see with me, it's been a while since I've been to a doctor. I have been for a checkup many, many years ago, but I also say to all of you that I need to I need to go through to get a checkup. And a part of me is scared. I went through hell with my cancer. I went through hell, you know, going back and forth, getting the, the shots and the treatments and doing all of that stuff. And I thought to myself, I don't want to go through this again. There's a part of me that just once was enough. I had my mother there helping me through it and God, but now that she's not here, I'm by myself and dealing with this illness. Now you're going to say, what about your family? Again, my family, I don't want to burden them with everything that I'm going through. I want to be able to take care of myself physically, mentally, emotionally. I don't want to rely on them. It gets to a point where you have to really stand on your own two feet. Now, how long is that going to be? I still have a plan in mind once I get myself out of this debt because it is piling up. It's slowly going down, but it's piling up again. Um, because of emergencies, emergencies and, and, and things that are going on. But again, I see myself and the plan of me is to leave this world and go someplace else and start fresh. That's where I want to go. Somewhere fresh, somewhere new, somewhere where I can be treated as an equal. I can be accepted as one because here it's like, I'm still being questioned by every little thing. Every little thing is being questioned of me, and I don't like it. So now I'm thinking to myself, what is really going on here? So getting back to the topic of going out there and making a difference, not just for yourself, but for other people. If you can be, like for me, I want to be an ambassador, a goodwill ambassador. I was always of the knowledge of let's help other people with their situation. And if you help one person or a group of people or even a whole country, you will have done something and you'll be able to leave this world behind knowing you've done that. And people can talk about you in the most positive light. You know, 2023, to me, it's just a number. It has nothing to do with how we are in this world. It's like, it's never really changed. The only thing that it might have changed is the calendar has changed. Everything has changed on that. But again, I think it's important for people to understand not to give up. You are, we are going through crazy times. There's still illnesses going around. There's wars that are still 
being dealt with and prices for everything are going up but we have to learn how to get through it and i understand when you have a family it's very very difficult to get through it i mean look at myself i am trying so hard to make it work and a part of me is just there are times when i want to give up but i can't why because what's the alternative if i were to give up i would never succeed in life in anything i would always find it very difficult you know life is not easy everybody seems to think life is easy if it was easy everything that we're doing right now would be a piece of cake but it's not everything has a challenge to it are you up for the challenge are you up to making a change in your life so reflections let's reflect on 2023 what are we going to do this year that we weren't able to do last year or the years before that. Don't look at your past mistakes as signs of of failure. Look at your past mistakes as signs of strength and move on from there, right? I have inspiration for so many different people. There are people that I are inspired by and want to know more about them. I said, "Hey, I want to get you on my show. Let's talk about a strategy over here. Let's talk about just making it work." What can I learn from you? What can you learn from me? Let's collaborate. I want to collaborate with you. I want to get ideas thrown at you. See, I watch how people do it. They go on social media thinking, "Hey, look at me." You know, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, whatever social media platform you're on. And you say to yourself, "How do I make this work?" Well, how do you make it work? Ask yourself Is it that difficult? Is your life that bad that you have to resort to giving up? There is no giving up. I can probably walk out on a platform and show each and every one of you how I got to be where I'm at. And that's from my parents. My parents again. I hear their voices in my head. My mother never wanted me to give up. Even when I couldn't find a job, she was always there pushing me and pushing me and pushing me that I finally got a job and she got sick. And then when I found out I had the job, a month later she passed. And I I felt like, wow, she never gave up on me. Same thing with my father. My father when I was younger would teach me how to do things. He would teach me how to ride a bike. You got to get back up there and still try and try until you cannot try anymore. I looked at him when he worked at the nightclub and even through the harshest time because his manager would ride on him every so often and my father never complained, but he did get sick because they put so much pressure on him. He had a heart attack in his 40s. That's pretty young to have a heart attack in your 40s. And then again in his 50s. So now both jobs, they had to retire early. He didn't want to retire. He didn't he wanted to continue working. He wanted to give back. He wanted to pay it forward. This is what we do in life. We pay it forward. We are going through difficult times. I try not to think about it. I try to put it at the back of my head. Sometimes it's easy, sometimes it isn't. But you know what? You know what's worth it when you're helping someone get out of a situation that you yourself have was once in and you say this is how I did it. I can give you advice, but you don't have to take it. You know what you need to do to get yourself out of a situation. 
If your parents taught you how to do it, you can hear their voice in your head when you're faced with a crisis. Do I need to do the right thing or do I need to cheat? Or People do cheat their way in life. But you, if you cheat all the time, you're never going to accomplish anything. It's like when you take a test. I studied. I studied two, three, four weeks in advance of the test. I would hole up into my room and I would just go over the material until I had it up here. And when the day of the test came, I didn't panic. I mean, there were things I didn't know that I still don't know. I'm still teaching myself and I'm learning new stuff. But guess what? I went in there with a positive attitude and I made myself pass that test. And guess what? I passed the test. I was able to graduate. We were talking about finals. You think to yourself, my God, high school is hard and college. No, you know what's really hard? After you graduate from high school and when you're lucky enough to get into college and you graduate from there, then the real test is where do you want to be? Where do you want to be in your life? Where do you want to go? See, when I was younger, I wanted to be a doctor. But then I thought to myself, I really don't want to go through this many years of school. And then I thought to myself when I got to be in medical school, by the time I get out, I'll be 30. I used to think 30 was old. Any age group you're at now, you're young at heart. Don't act old. If you're going to act old, you're going to be old. If you're going to act young, you're going to be young. See, with me, you can't tell. If you hear the sound of my voice, then boy, she has a lot of pep. She has a lot of energy. But I also have a lot of aches and pains. That's due to the, the weather and, and stress and all that. We all go through stress, whether it's on the job, your personal life, whatever it is. But you manage to make it work. And you don't think about what you're going through at that moment. You say, there is a solution. I have to find it. It's not going to come to you right away. Now, everyone says, well, why don't you open up your own, like, business. I'm like, I want to do that down the line. I want to have a company of my own and be, well, I don't really want to be a boss or a manager. I'm not manager material, but I want to help all of you achieve your goals and dreams. The one thing I would do is not turn away from you. I wouldn't turn you away because, hey, you don't have the experience. Let me ask you something. If you have no experience, that's fine. If you have experience, that's fine too. But you want to know something? It doesn't really matter. As long as you're a hard worker, you do your job, you do, and you really put in 110%, that's all I'm asking. The only thing I ask is don't give attitude when someone asks you to do something. Don't give them attitude. When you start showing that side of you where you give attitude, that's when it becomes a conflict of interest. If you're in any industry that you work for, a lot of people say, I've had a hard time working with this person because they don't follow the rules. They don't follow instruction. If you go into an industry where you have to learn how to do something and you're not sure what it is, ask questions. Ask questions, as many questions, until you get the material right. Because again, you're not going to just pick it up on the first time. It's not going to happen that way. So you have to make yourself believe. You have to believe and believe and believe. And you say to yourself, I can do this. I will do this. I will do my very best. I will be... A best, the best version that I can be of myself, I will do that. See, the way I see it, all of you are winners in my book. There are no losers. When someone calls you a name like that, shame on you. Don't do that. Don't start the name calling. Everybody has skills. Everybody cannot be at the same level. We're all at different levels in our life, right? 
I'm still at a level, but there's a part of me that still wants to go out there and see what else I can do. I know I have a hidden talent. I know I have some type of creativity. It's just I haven't let it out. And I'm afraid that if I let it out, I'll get left at. I'm still trying to learn how to play a musical instrument. I'm trying to learn how to use that keyboard. I have like three musical instruments that I'm trying to learn from. I figured, let me see if I could teach myself. And if I can't, yes, I will go to a professional. And then I think to myself, well, then I can also do the other things. I can also go out there and do these auditions. The only thing I need now is a professional photographer to take a full shot of me because I can't really do it from my camera phone. I can have somebody do it for me, but I have to look really professional, really like... I did take a headshot of me, but it's not enough. See, they want three shots of you. A headshot, a side profile, and a full body profile so that you can go out there and do what you need to do. You could start at any age. You don't even have to tell them your age. They're probably going to figure it out. But when you, when you really look at me, you would think, wow, she's not this age. She can't be. It's called good Mediterranean genes. I get that from my mother and father, the good European side of it. So to wrap this up, go out there and achieve your dream for 2023. Reach for the stars. Be someone that you've always wanted to be. Never give up. There's no point in giving up. When you give up so many different times, you're never going to achieve what you want to become. And don't listen to what other people say. Yeah, they could put their two cents in. They don't know what you want to do. It's up to you. Don't let them be your voice. Be your own voice. Unsilence your voice. Speak up. Let yourself be heard. Let yourself be seen. Let yourself be. That's all you need to do. Because in order for you to survive in this world, it's like that competition. We're all competing. Why are we competing with one another? We all go at our own pace. Nobody should be rushing us. And again, I've, I've said to all of you, time is very limited. So if you're going to make a promise, you're going to make some kind of a, 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 a decision or, or whatever, you have to be able to stick to it. Stick to that promise. And whatever promises you make to people, make sure you own up to it. Because again, if you make a false promise, again, it, it's, it's a lot of people are going to look at you differently. They're like, wait a minute, you promised me you would do this. Promises. Promises can easily be broken. Some people can't even stick to a resolution, never mind a promise. But we'll get into that, another topic. So I'm going to let all of you go. But remember, go out there and achieve your dreams. Reach for the stars. Soar high in the sky. Be you. Love yourselves. Go out there and make it happen. I believe in all of you. I believe in all of you 110%. If I can get this podcast started and look at me now two years later, then you can do the same thing. Anything is possible at any age, at any time. There is no set limit, no set age, nothing. Go out there and be the best that you can be. I'm rooting for all of you. God bless all of you. Take care.